Okay, I don't want to waste any time. I just finished the Ahsoka season finale, and I have some thoughts that I want to share with you on it. But more importantly, I've asked some of our friends to share some of their thoughts on what they loved about it, what really stuck out to them, the pieces that resonated, and where the future of Ahsoka is headed. So this is a look at the season finale of Ahsoka. And this is Star Wars Prototypes and Production. It's Dave. I just finished the Ahsoka finale. It's a little after 11 o'clock on Tuesday night. Uh, the show came out 9 o'clock Eastern here on the East Coast. And I sat down, watched it. I was a little concerned, to be honest with you, because I the, the show has been a little bit of a bumpy ride, if we're being honest. And there have been pieces that have worked, worked well, and then there are pieces that didn't work as well or that to me, should have been fixed in the editing room or even you know, down to the, the, the level of the script and, and planning. Um, but it was so nice to see Ahsoka in live action. There were some really great moments along the way. And with this finale, if I'm being honest, I was a little concerned. <laughs> and and that, I'm saying that lightly. Um, it was, I, was really, I was really concerned over whether Filoni and his team would be able to stick the landing for this because there, through, through the entire show, there were very complicated and complex things that they had introduced. Um, you know, and we're talking, you know, a completely different galaxy, the relationship between Ahsoka and Anakin, whatever that was, um, the world between worlds, um, uh, the Night Sisters and the Night Sister magic, finding Ezra, um, Thrawn, and, and and his army as well too. Um, what was going on with the um, the containers that Thrawn wanted to bring back to uh, to his galaxy? There was so much, and I was really concerned that they had introduced too many things, and then we're going to try to wrap it up into one episode. Um, and I have to say, I, I thought I would be disappointed. And instead, I found it to be really exhilarating. Now, I wanted to record this, and, and I asked uh, a number of our friends to record their thoughts on the, the finale tonight as well, too, because I wanted to capture in the moment something really special like this. Um, I think sometimes, you know, we've been getting so much Star Wars content that sometimes we take for granted the content that's being delivered. And then... You know, I've heard the, the other side of the argument, which is, well, we should be grateful for anything that we get. 
And I don't think that's the case. I think instead we have to look at it and say, sometimes we're not going to get great stories and then sometimes we're going to get really good ones. And when we do, we should mark those moments. There was always an excitement with seeing Star Wars for the first time, whether it was at home in your living room watching The Mandalorian, watching something like The Clone Wars or Rebels, you know, especially through the later parts of the of the later seasons where the... Um, the story started to really ramp up and get really exciting, or watching something like um, the the sequel trilogy or Rogue One in theaters for the first time, um, going back even you know twenty years to the prequels, or even going back like forty years and seeing the original trilogy, whether it was as, as kids or later on in, in the nineties or two thousands, but those moments are things that. When they happen, they happen for the first time once. And it's really special. And so I wanted to capture this. From talking to Chris Letty in the last episode, I really liked the idea that Disney and Lucasfilm had shown the fifth episode of the Ahsoka series in theaters. I thought there was something really special about that and that they made it so that it would be one of those moments that you never forget. And what shocked me was that there wasn't really a lot of conversation around that. You know, it just sort of came and went. And so with this, I wanted to reach out to a number of our friends and just, you know, I, I put the, uh, the ask out to everybody as a last minute thing just to say, hey, if you watched it, if you watched the finale tonight, because literally, I mean, we're, we're, you know, two hours after it premiered. And I thought if you have some thoughts about it, positive, negative, somewhere in between, um, you wanted to focus on something, you know, one little tiny aspect of it that you either enjoyed or didn't like or whatever, or just something overall or the series overall, share that. So I've had a number of uh, recordings come in. I haven't listened to any of them yet. So we are going to listen to them for the first time together. I'm really excited about this. This was a very last minute thing, but I think it's something special. And again, I wanted to capture what was happening on this day this evening, at this moment. And it's nice, you know, again, maybe we all can't be in the theater watching it together, but in this sense, hearing these instant reactions, um, I think that's I think it's something really special. It's the closest thing to being together in a theater or together at somebody's house and experiencing the finale of Ahsoka. It's amazing that in 2023, we got a live-action Ahsoka series and it was a continuation of the Rebels series that so many of us had loved. And it really all stemmed from the Clone Wars series, which is just another beloved uh, series that Dave Filoni led. And he led with George Lucas, you know, now 15 years ago. In fact, today is October 3rd, and 15 years ago today, the Clone Wars premiered as a series. It had premiered in August um, at, in theaters, and then in October, on October 3rd, it premiered in households all over the country, maybe all over the world. And then, I believe, nine years ago today as well, the Rebels series premiered. So this is a very special day. I'm so glad that we're, we're capturing this in this moment. I'm excited for you to hear what our friends are going to, to, to say about the show. Um, me personally, I, I really I enjoyed it. I thought it was, uh, there were moments that were really sweet and special. And I'll just 
I'll take you through a few of them very quickly. Okay, it's a real lot to unpack. <laughs> it, it is so much in seeing a finale like this, but the, the scene that stuck out to me the most, and sometimes, you know, we get these big bombastic endings, and while that's really great, you know, for a finale, uh, a scene that really stuck out to me was the, the one with Huyang and Ezra. And, you know, they were in the ship, and Ezra was making his own lightsaber. Um, as, as Huyang had supplied all the lightsabers to the Jedi Padawans, um, Ezra had never gone through that because he had trained essentially under Kanan after Order 66, after the, the, most of the Jedi were, were killed. And it was just a really sweet moment. And it was nice for, for Ezra to talk about his former master because Rebels really revolved around the relationship between him and Kanan, you know, in a large way. And um, I think the show, the theme of the show is really the relationship between a master and an apprentice um, and, and how sometimes, um, as Hu Yang says, like sometimes it's, it is a challenge, you know, and... and um, I think part of that relationship is finding out how to find that balance in the relationship. Um, and so it was just, a, again, a really nice moment between them. It was always nice to hear someone like Ezra bring up Kanan uh, because Kanan was such a part of his life. And so I think that's, as of right now, that's my favorite scene from the finale. Um, I thought the ending was just absolutely beautiful, and I'm sure that a number of our friends will be highlighting this, so I won't go too into it, but... Just seeing Anakin Skywalker, the ghost of Anakin Skywalker, on the planet with Ahsoka. She's not alone. Um, I, I think it, it added um, a really nice resolution to their relationship and their story arc, which began 15 years ago. <laughs> and just a, a really great ending. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Balin Skull. Um, what they were alluding to is um, is the the Mortis arc that we saw in Clone Wars, and maybe it's Balin's quest to become the new father in that trilogy. You know, the one who basically controls that that balance. Either that, or he's the son. You know, the the um, the one that leads toward the the dark side of, of the Force. Um, but that'll be interesting to see. And then it'll also be interesting to see what they do with Shin Hati from this point on as well. Because, um, you know, it, she reminds me a little bit of Kylo Ren. I think she's looking for her own army. And, um, you know, she's, she's gone on a different path than Balin. And she's been left on Peridia. She's lost on Peridia, which is interesting. And, um, you know, she's looking to to do something. Uh, it's, it's a shame because she did have um, an invitation from Ahsoka to surrender and to, to go along with her and Sabine and, and Ezra, and she ran, chose not to. Um, so the, the coolest part about this is we got a finale. I, I really thought that, you know, I had a feeling it was going to end in a way that was reminiscent of Empire Strikes Back you know, where it ends on sort of a low note for our heroes. And instead, Filoni found a way to do it where it kind of ends on a, on a, on a moment of peace, on a high note, even though 
Ezra is really the only one of the trio that makes it home. Um, but I think that Sabine and, and Ahsoka needed to come to terms with who they are and what their relationship is, um, and that they both had to fully embrace their position, you know, as far as that relationship of master and apprentice. And as a result, you see an Ahsoka that is at peace, that is able to be at peace with her master. And then you also see a Sabine who is now in touch with the Force, where that, that burden that she had been carrying, whether it was the death of her family or uh, the burden that a lot of times we place on ourselves, you know, either not being good enough or strong enough or being mentally blocked that way or just... Um, you know, feeling like she was falling short in Ahsoka's eyes and that she would never, she couldn't envision herself having the abilities, you know, that Ahsoka or Ezra had. Um, and so this was a, a really nice um, demonstration of growth for, for really all the characters. So those are just some of my thoughts. I don't want to go too far into it because I want to let some of our friends share their, their thoughts um, as well. But uh, so exciting to be able to watch the finale of a series uh, that had so many people talking along the way. Uh, it covered so much terrain over the Star Wars universe and so much new terrain as well, too. So we got the return of Hu Yang from Clone Wars. We got to see finally Ezra after five years. Um, seeing the, the Pergil in space was, was something really cool for live action. Uh, we have the continuation of Morgan Elsbeth from The Mandalorian all the way back from 2020. So, I mean, really three years ago we were introduced to her. And that story culminated with, um, with a battle to the death between Morgan and, and Ahsoka in, in a great way. So uh, we'll see where we go from here. We have no idea. I, I watched the end credits just to see if there was going to be any sort of um, teaser for either season two of Ahsoka, if there is a season two, or really the, the next step forward for Star Wars. And we didn't get it. There will be a lot of discussion. I know uh, Twitter and Facebook and social media will be ablaze with conversations all about the Ahsoka series and where it's going uh, over the, the course of the next few months. So anyway... Those are some of my thoughts. Now I'm going to pass it on to a number of my friends who were so kind to, uh, to sit down and to share some of their thoughts tonight. Again, we're two hours after the premiere uh, began, and uh, so everything is fresh, and I figure, well, it's fresh in everyone's mind. Let's, you know, let's put it down on a recording and share it with you so you can join us, and uh, it'll all be like you know, we're together um, talking about the world we love of Star Wars. Hey Dave, it's Glenn in, in Georgia. I'm just going to go for this because that episode was the was pretty amazing. Um, the beginning of it when you saw Ezra building the lightsaber and you saw him pull the the Kanan emitter out. You saw him and Hu Yang talking about Kanan and 
wow. And then at the end, to see Ezra reunited with Sabine, with, with Hera, and you, you, as soon as you pulled, you saw the old school Ezra trick when he pulled the comm link from the stormtrooper, and you knew what was going to happen. Um, you know, he dresses as a stormtrooper, and you see him, you see the ship pull into the home run, home one, and you know it's Ezra and the sea chopper. I immediately started bawling when I saw it. I knew what was happening, and Ezra looking at Hera and just going, I'm home. I'm not happy that Sabine and Ahsoka are stranded far, far away, but how else were they going to do it? Hopefully their bond will get stronger, and it'll be an amazing next five years of storytelling from Dave Filoni. Um, Balin found this looking for the mother, man. That's probably the only theory that people got right for this whole episode for this whole season was that Balin was looking for the mother and there he is with the father and the son. And you saw the daughter, uh, with her head chopped off, uh, you know, missing from the picture. And then you see the owl at the end, which represents the daughter because Ahsoka is part of the daughter from clone wars. And, Oh my God, the next five years of star Wars storytelling is going to be freaking amazing. I am so looking forward to this. Um, I give the Ahsoka series a 10 out of 10. I didn't get the Rebels reunion. I got a small Rebels reunion. We got the Rebel, I didn't get the Rebels reunion I wanted, but I got bits and pieces of a Rebels reunion. I'd have loved to have seen the whole gang together. I would have loved to have seen a force course of Kanan. But what you going to do, man? Maybe we'll get it later. Uh, but... Yeah, what what a great what a great season of Ahsoka. What a great Star Wars story storytelling for Clone Wars and uh, Rebels fans. I did not see Dave Filoni pulling the heartstrings of the Clone Wars people like I thought like he did. Uh, I knew it was going to happen for us Rebels fans, and uh, I'm just going to end it by I I cried so hard my dog had to come check on me at the end of that episode. So, Chef's kiss to Dave Filoni. Dave for president. Let's bring it. And uh, thanks for the podcast. Hi, this is Chris Letty. I just finished watching the season finale of Ahsoka and wanted to share some thoughts. Um, overall, I enjoyed the series. It was entertaining. Some highs, some lows, for sure, uh, but I did enjoy uh, more than um, I had issues with. But uh, yeah, it was a fun season. Definitely looking forward to the next chapter. Stinks that we have to wait so long, but we'll see how I feel after I process it a little bit more. But overall, enjoyed it, thought everything looked great, some good fight scenes, some cool ideas, but uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Good overall, could be improved some areas here and there, nitpicking, but uh, it it was a good finale.
Hey, David, this is FJ. Um, I don't really know where to begin. I just finished the finale of Ahsoka. Um, I have a lot to process, so I, I don't even think I can give my opinion <laughs> at this point. It might even take me a day or two to give my opinion. Um, there were mostly amazing things that I loved. Um, there were some things I think I might have been a little disappointed in. I don't know. I don't know. I can't really say that for sure yet. Um, but all in all, really happy with the series. Um, wow, there's a lot of stuff that is left uh, undone, right? And a lot of different directions this can go. Um, part of me is kind of glad that some were left behind in the new galaxy because I think that's just like so much more you can explore that has never been explored before. And then we'll see what happens with Thrawn and Ezra and if maybe we get maybe some of the original trilogy main characters to sort of do a pseudo um, you know original Timothy's on trilogy heir to the Empire I don't know I don't know there's a lot of possibilities um, let's just hope that they they choose wisely again I'm not ready to say if I <laughs> loved it or not um, I have a lot to process, so um, more to come, definitely more to come, uh, and I'll be able to give my opinion. I think I'll, I'll definitely need to watch it again, process it some more, and then I can give my full opinion on it, uh, but that's where I am at this point, um, mind blown in, in some instances and confused in others, so I'm sorry. I know this is, um, this is a... a recording that might be, you know, not giving a lot of information, but I, I got a process. I got a process. <laughs> All right. Thanks, David. We'll talk more. Hi, this is Fonz Napolitano with my immediate reaction after watching the uh, Ahsoka finale. I'm still not really sure what to think. I, I, I guess, you know, I'm a little disappointed. We don't know what Balin is up to. We don't know why Shin Hadi is, is going off with the scavengers that live on the planet. And uh, I think that was supposed to be Morai, so I was happy to see that. Uh, I guess the episode was entertaining, but I don't feel like excitement after watching it, um, in which I did in a lot of the other episodes. And I don't know if it's because I'm disappointed that the series is over or that I'm just kind of you know, unhappy more loose ends didn't get tied up. In fact, we created more loose ends. But then I also feel like with Dave Filoni, that's kind of what he does. And then he eventually brings it all together. And then you're like, oh, that's why he did that. Okay, now I see. Um, or maybe I'm giving him too much credit. I don't know. But that's my initial assessment of the Ahsoka finale. I was very happy to see Morai. I'm glad, uh, you know, Anakin at the end, I guess, you know, that was okay. He's with her. Um, 
I just hope we don't end up in the other galaxy, you know, Ahsoka and Sabine end up in the other galaxy for the rest of their lives. I hope they eventually make it back and, you know, uh, fight, with, uh, fight with Thrawn, but maybe they're... Uh, fate is to spend the rest of their lives in the galaxy preventing whatever Balin is going to unleash from getting into our galaxy or maybe that's how she gets back or maybe Ezra goes in the world between worlds and pulls her back into the uh, her and Sabine back into the regular galaxy um, I don't know I have a lot of thought I guess I have more thoughts than I thought um, so sorry this is a little long but uh, I guess I had more to say than I thought Sorry, David, this is Fonz Napolitano again. Uh, I just read a comment on the internet about the Ahsoka episode that kind of changed my perspective a little. I didn't realize Balin was standing on the father. So, um, one, I thought that, okay, that's cool. So that's who he's looking for, or he's looking for the mother, one of the two. The Mortis arc is clearly was involved in this episode, so that makes me happy. I guess what makes me happy is... If he's standing on the father, that means we have, and he's or he's looking for the mother or the father or whoever. That means we have a lot more stories to tell with everything that's going on. So that means, yeah, we we uh, uh, we're not supposed to be satisfied with this ending, and uh, there's a lot more stories to tell. So because you've got you know the Thrawn arc, and now you have the Ahsoka arc with Balin. And it's going to be very interesting, especially now um, that the guy, uh, Ray Stevenson, is dead. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who plays him in the next season or when we see the next iteration. It just sucks that we got to wait so long to see it. But that makes me feel better because that means there's a lot there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in both galaxies, enough to fill probably several seasons and potentially a trilogy so that makes me a little bit more excited because obviously we've been set up for more Hey, David, this is Narayan from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, just wanted to record my thoughts after watching the Ahsoka finale tonight. And, uh, wow, I'm just left speechless by um, the uh, amazing ending to the sh- season. Um, and the first word that comes to mind is is poetry, Um all of the kind of callbacks and story arcs of this season and also how they tied into Rebels and to the Clone Wars. And, I mean, so many just great moments in this final episode. Um, Gosh, I don't even know where to begin because there's just so many that were packed in here. Um, And just off the top of my head, I mean, just how the episode starts with... Morgan becoming a full-on night sister, getting the blade of Tal's in, um, and you knew you could just sense that she wasn't going to make it off this planet. Um, and then you know, just seeing 
Ahsoka, Ezra, and Sabine fighting together. Um, seeing Ezra rebuild a lightsaber using parts that Kanan used in his lightsaber. What an amazing moment. Seeing the the bond between Ahsoka and Sabine being reestablished. Um, you know, as Master and Apprentice. And, uh, you know, a theme that kind of has gone on the whole season but comes to fruition here. Um, but Wow. What great moments. Um, the zombie troopers, that whole sequence with them fighting their way to the castle and getting up to the Star Destroyer. Um, Ezra making his way home. That scene with Chopper, recognizing him first and seeing Hera. I mean, that reaction, just amazing. Uh, how about the force jump? Nice callback to Rebels from the very first episode of Rebels nine years ago today. Um, you know, where uh, Sabine pushes Ezra, Ezra onto the Star Destroyer. Um, nice callback to the relationship between Kanan and Ezra. Um, just so many great moments just like that. Um, wow, I mean, the fight sequences, and then, wow, that ending um, where we see, you know, where our characters are in their respective places, Thrawn and the Night Sisters returning to Dathomir, Ezra returning home to the New Republic, Ahsoka and Sabine. Interestingly, she says they're, they're where they're supposed to be, and uh, you can tell that there's something that they're supposed to do here on this mysterious planet, which we now have some additional clues to what it might be. Um, with you know Balin Skull discovering the monuments to the Mortis gods, um, so could this be Mortis? Could this be some? connection to the the father, the son, and the daughter. Uh, you notice that the daughter's head was missing in the monument, um, but the Morai is here with Ahsoka. Um, and of course, um, Anakin's um, force ghost watching over Ahsoka, and Ahsoka, of course, acknowledging it, and, you know, acknowledging the, the bond between um, Master and Padawan reestablished with Ahsoka and Sabine. And... Uh, you wonder if he's, he's here more, he's here in his role, not just as watching over his Padawan, but also maybe as his role as, you know, the father bringing balance to the force. Um, but just some amazing visuals and just, uh, I can't wait to see where this story's going, but uh, just an amazing, amazing finale. Hi, it's Will Russ. I uh, just finished the season finale of Ahsoka, and I would give this season a, a solid eight and a half, maybe even nine out of ten. Um, absolutely loved uh, Hu Yang. Absolutely loved Ahsoka, especially after the World Between Worlds portion. Um, 
That was the Ahsoka I had been waiting for for a while. I will say I was not impressed with the actress that they got to portray Sabine. I just felt she was cold and emotionless throughout the entire season. Um, I wasn't impressed in the beginning of the season, and I really got turned off with her reunion with Ezra. It just didn't feel like what I had expected. Um, On fantastic notes, loved, loved, loved the world between worlds and what Filoni did with that. Um, Very, very love how they utilized uh, Hayden Christensen as Anakin. Um, I was a little upset that they didn't continue the story of uh, Balin. Shin, eh, either way, I could have went with that one. Um, I really need to know a little more about that story now. Um, I will say I was more than happy to see that it was the Mortis Gods. Um, I really thought Possibly we were going to see Abeloth, or they were going to use the Zeppo from Jedi Fallen Order and Survivor. However, couldn't be happier that they chose the Mortis Gods. Um, I did think that at the very beginning, and then I was like, no, that's going to be too complicated for people to understand if they hadn't watched that three-story arc. However... um, I did notice that the daughter statue was uh, missing, so we only saw the father and the son. And I'm wondering if that's setting up in the distance somewhere in an Ahsoka, Balin, Anakin, Trinity. Uh, we'll just have to see how time tells. Uh, let's um, Thrawn. Loved, loved, loved Thrawn. Um, this episode in particular, I loved that they used the Night Sisters. I love now that they held off the green magic and all of that until the very end. Um, I thought that was fantastic. I liked where they were going with Morgan Elsbeth, but I knew from the moment she was picked that, uh, she was the sacrificial lamb. Oh, oh. Other than that, I will say uh, I loved this episode um, and the Force Ghost of Anakin at the end uh, was just perfect. Ending with that smile and the shimmer around him as a Force Ghost really set it apart from the world between worlds for me. Um, I'm really looking forward now to see... If we end up getting a season two, which I do hope we do get, um, or if this is just the lead up to Filoni's Mandoverse movie, um, I don't even want to start to get in my head canon about how they're going to combine all three of these series and possibly even Skeleton Crew into a Filoni movie. But at this point, uh, he has my utmost faith and I look forward to what he brings to the table on the next Star Wars story. Thanks everyone have a great night. Hello everybody it's Dave Tree 
calling from the future in the UK uh, from sunny New Forest from all the cool stuff and as requested uh, final thoughts on the finale of Ahsoka well here's the trouble I've not actually seen it yet so what what use am I oh uses what's the point in living in the future uh and then not getting the drop and the sneak to like watch uh, the latest episode. No, sadly, I haven't watched it yet. So this is very, very disappointing entry from me. However, I will say, um, as with all Disney production stuff, it stimulates good debate. And, uh, you know, there's pros and cons to everything that is produced. And we're just so lucky. Um, I wouldn't say Ahsoka, uh, up to this point, you know, seven episodes in, isn't at the top of my list, but it's not at the bottom either. Uh, so it falls sort of like somewhere in between and gives a lot of opportunity and scope for, for other things to be brought in. But there's been some cool ideas uh, that have been brought into this and surprises as well uh, that I weren't expecting myself. So that's really cool. I hope they can wrap it up in a way. Well, I don't think they can wrap it up. Can they wrap it up? I mean, you guys have already seen it. So like, did they wrap it up? No, I don't think they'll wrap it up. I, I, I think it, it, it's opening up a whole nother can of worms for like more stuff to like come uh, down the line, which again is good. It's good. Um, but um, yeah, no, enjoying it ahsoka toys are selling well for those companies that have been uh, organized enough to get it out in time i'm looking at you lego i'm not looking at you hasbro um but um yeah on the whole um, funko pops as well um on the whole everybody's been pretty po- you know positive about it so i'm glad uh look forward to the next production that comes but What I don't want to see people do is always just look forward to the next thing. Of course, we're going to look forward, but like, let's, let's look back. Let's critique this more, maybe like not so much on an episode by episode, but like have a look at and and really digest, really immerse ourselves in the stuff that has already been before, because we're looking forward to too much. Uh, And it's almost at the detriment of all the effort and energy that went into these things in the first place, because we just brush over it and, like, oh, I'm looking forward to the acolyte. Oh, I'm looking forward to skeleton crew. Ah, oh, look, you know, like, no, no, let's, let's, let's take a point moment here to really appreciate what we've just had and have a look into it and really do a deep dive. And there's no one really better suited to do that than, uh, master Quinn himself. Um, so, uh, what do you say, David? Come on, keep this going. I want to see more. I want to hear more. Let's do it. Yay. Um, hope everyone enjoyed it. Love you all. I'll see you again soon. Bye. sincerest thanks to Chris Letty, FJD Robertus, Will Russ, Fonz Napolitano, Narayan Nike, Glenn Williams, and David Tree. Without them, this episode wouldn't have happened. And this episode almost didn't happen. It was an idea that hit me about an hour before the season finale premiered. And I just thought it'd be really interesting to hear from a number of our friends about what the episode was like for them, what that experience was like in that moment. 
and I wanted to capture it before the glow of that moment disappeared. And as our friend David Tree mentioned before, I'm sure all of us want to hear more about Ahsoka and the series and what people thought of it. This is the point where fans love to dive into the details, to see things that they might have missed, to talk about the things that moved them, and maybe some of the things that didn't work as well. And so now, as we wait for the next chapter of Filoni's Ahsoka and Rebels and Clone Wars culmination along with the culmination of the Mandoverse, we have the opportunity to dive into these conversations. And so we'll be providing much more of that. And I say we because the next episode coming up is going to be another Ahsoka Holics Roundtable as we dissect and dive into the Ahsoka season finale as well as the series itself. So stay tuned for more on Star Wars, Prototypes and Production. <laughs>